Hello and welcome to episode number one of season number four of Empowered Podcast. Also, welcome to 2020. Yes, season four. Yes. Yay. Yeah. So happy. Yeah. And I am a co-host, Marilyn Egan. Yeah. And I'm co-host too, Michael Abney. Yes. Yes. However... (laughs) <laughs> Michael is not only the co-host today, he is also our very special guest. Yes. I love being a guest on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this will be fun, I promise. Yes, I'm excited about it. Yes, so Michael, there's so many things that we could talk about. There's a million things we could talk about. But today specifically, I want to talk about your trip to see Ama. The Hugging Saint, and what your experience was with her and with the entire retreat. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have you start telling us about it. uh, Yeah, I just just got back. Um, So, like, for people listening, we are recording this right before Thanksgiving. And um, about three weeks ago, first of all, I never, I knew of Ama. You know, like in our spirit circle, Pat, um, who was on one of our episodes, the midwife of the soul uh, for, for our past season number three. Get all the numbers <laughs> confused. Um, but, and remind me later, because that's actually what Ama refers to herself as. Oh. Her swami in the retreat literally said she's the midwife of the soul. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, we tapped into something on that episode. Yes, we did. Yes. But (laughs) I, I, I go back to my story. So I knew of her peripherally in my life in the water and I knew she was called the hugging saint, but I never really had any sort of like connection or anything like, oh, I need to go, go see that. Or I just knew of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So about three weeks ago, I was in a meditation, which I do on the daily. Um, but this time she came to me, just popped right into my awareness and said, come see me. I saw her face and I heard her say that to me, just as if she was right there. And I, at first I, my mind was like, well, she, you know, she's not in the United States. Like I know she doesn't come to the United States very often. But I went to Google, and she was in Los Angeles last weekend. Yay. Which was, at that time, two weeks. So three weeks ago, right? two weeks, she's in Los Angeles. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess there's no questioning that. Yeah. So I went right on to uh, got my flight, booked the hotel, and I'm like, I'm in. And, of course, got my reach my retreat ticket. It was three days. I had no idea what the words on the paper meant because it was all in Sanskrit and different, you know, words that I'm not familiar with within the, I guess it's Hindu, right? Yes. Or whatever yeah, that is. I believe so. But I was just, I knew to go. Um, I've had sort of experiences like this in the past where I was called to do something, but this was different because it was really out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, you I know, mean, to do you just know, to the, suddenly jump up and go, you know, Is yeah, because okay? Pat was Pat had shared a little bit just that she gives these like hugging blessing things all night, you know, and I'm like, people just sit there all night, like, that just made no sense <laughs> to me whatsoever. 
And but I was all in, got my ticket booked, and um, as the date approached, I felt myself getting not nervous, but like I could feel it. I could feel things changing in my perception and in my body. Like I was, especially like the couple days leading right up to it. So get in the plane, head on over to Los Angeles and um, kind of, she's in this hotel that's right near like, you know, Hollywood Walk of Fame. And it's actually connected to the Kodak Theater, this place. The ballroom in which she held the main event was literally the ballroom for the Kodak Theater. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, it was, you know, I get there and there's all these people with their, you know, the white clothing on and, you know, sort of hippiedom and like just all these different people that were there. And I could just instantly tell that they were all there for, for, for Um. Amma. So, um, I go in, um, the first orientation part happens and I'm sitting there and I'm, I just, you know, I walk in and they were saying that, you know, you have to get a token, um, you know, so that's how you get a hug from her. A blessing from her is these these tokens that they hand out. And you have to be at specific times, at specific places, and I just the wording and was all kind of really confusing at the beginning. Um, but I just trusted that I'd be guided through this this experience, and so I go in and get my little token, find my little seat, and I'm on to the right of me is a gentleman from his name was Amar from Phoenix with his whole family. And his lineage was Indian and his whole family was there. Just, you know, beautiful wife, kids. And he started sharing with me, you know, how the night was going to go. Oh, good. And then to the um, to the right of me is a gentleman. I don't even remember his name, but he was also very like, you know, because they asked me how I happened to be there. And I was like, well, I just heard her say, come come see me. And I showed up (laughs) and they were like, that happens all the time. That happens all the time. (laughs) And so I follow along and then she kind of comes in with this entourage and they, um, sits up in the front and everybody's like so into it. And they're all doing these like different actions with their hands and like things I didn't understand, but I could feel it. The love in that room was extraordinary. I didn't understand anything that was happening, but I could feel it. And um, she would say um, in her, I, I don't even know the language that she was speaking, but she had a, a person I now know as a Swami that translated for her. And then so he would relate these series of beautiful stories with parables to them. So like the one that stuck out to me was... Um, they were talking about like living on earth and relating it to like the ocean and you know, like the ocean is beautiful and you can experience the ocean in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. If you know how to swim, the ocean is enjoyable. It's relaxing. But if you don't know how to swim, it's terrifying to be around water. Mm-hmm. And and, and yet the ocean is the ocean. Right. So they're like the way they related the story back into like being human on the planet. 
and talking about, you know, the quieting of the mind, which is what her whole thing is, like, you know, learning how to quiet the mind through her practices and, and uh, techniques that she that she shares with people that show up yeah, if they want it. Um, I actually took her course. It was uh, three days, four or five hours every day. So it's like 15 hours total where you were learning this this very specific practice. So that was really my intent for going there and, and experiencing. I really wanted to do this I am meditation thing that she was offering uh, that came with it. And then that's really why that I was there. But but back to the ocean, she was like, that's what it's like being on Earth. If you're on Earth and you don't understand how to quiet your mind, the experience of being on Earth is terrifying. Wow. That is a very powerful thing to say to people because it's so true. It is true. It's so true. There are a lot of people who are fearful right now and those who have learned how to tap into the earth, get connected and connect above. Yeah. Can so quiet their mind. I am in this experience and like the way the letters work, you know, like there's these things in the front of the room and it's all done. You know, there's all her devotees around her that, you know, basically are lining everything up, no shoes, like no electronics around her. Like there's just this process, but it was gentle and it was loving, even though it was the room must have had like 2,500 people in it for the, the people that were in the retreat. The public one at the end had way more people in it. There are people actually standing outside. Um, but, you know, I was the first day I was E1. So okay. it's like A, one, two, three, four, five, or whatever, how many they had in that, that particular category. And then we go B, one. So you just had to follow along. But it took a couple of hours. You know, okay. you're sitting there. And I was just, you know, relating to other people in the room and kind of getting a sense of what's happening. And so I'm in the process of going up. And it just kept, you know, you move up one chair at a time, one chair at a time, until you kind of get around to the corner. And then you go up on the stage part where she's at and she's hugging people and they tell you don't touch her you just put your hand like your hands on the sides of the this beautifully adorned chair that she's sitting in and there's a pillow in the front you put your knees there and then she does the rest so it was um, it was out of body it was mm -hmm. out of body mm -hmm. i remember there and there was all these like people around and they just asked me like what language that i spoke and I said English, and then she puts me right there, and she tells somebody that was English, and then Amma just grabs you, pulls you into her, and she starts whispering in my ear this, I don't know what it meant, but she just kept doing it. Later on, I found out that she was saying, precious child of God, I'm your mother. Precious child of God, I'm your mother. Oh. I'm your mother. It's safe. Like. Wow. And I didn't have a reaction at that moment because I think I was so out of body. But boy, as soon as I got off that stage, it hit me like something really powerful happened in my life. So that was beyond my understanding. It shifted you in a way that you've never felt before? Ever. Ever. And then has it stayed with you? Yes. Oh, it's gotten bigger. Gotten bigger. Oh. Yeah. It's gotten I love bigger. That. Because that wasn't the, that wasn't the, that was just the first, that was day one. Day that was right. the introduction. Right. 
So in this retreat, did you did you have like when you took her class, were these two different separate times or were they all There's a ton of stuff all happening at the same time. Like so what I didn't know at the time is that she stays there all night. Oh. Hugging people and blessing people. Um, like two or three o'clock in the morning, around me people is there. Every place is different. So I go back to the room because my classes started with the meditation stuff the next day. Okay. And um, it's taught by, it's called I Am. And it mm-hmm. is um, a practice that you learn um, that is um, basically, it's a series of physical things that you do, sort of like yoga a little bit. Uh, different poses so that your body becomes malleable and flexible. And it's a way of like, it was downloaded to her um, 30 years ago in 76, I think is when she got it and never uttered, uttered it to anybody till 2003 because she knew the world wasn't ready for For it it. at that time. But in 2003 is when they began this type of meditation and they um, it's evolved a little bit, but basically it's the same um, timing wise, but basically it's an, it's an exercise that takes you through these series of movements, physical movements, and then you get to the mental movements. And when you're in the mental movements is that's when you learn to, um, sort of activate your own energetic system and align every, it's like the lady that's teaching it, her name was Vina, Vina. And she's like, it's basically like you put yourself together every day mm-hmm. in Amma's grace. Oh, and I didn't nice. understand that at the time. I literally did not understand like what she was talking about because I was like trying to figure it out. In your head? Yeah, in my head <laughs> trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but there was just, and it kept evolving because, you know, you would go practice it and then you would come back and practice it again. And the next day you practice it again. Like you were just practicing like over and over again, like you would learn it. They would give you a few more pieces. You add on to it, but it was just kind of like training you at the end of this three day experience that you knew how to do the whole thing by yourself. And they gave you all these like wonderful handouts, you know, to, to get in the practice and, and commit to it for at least 21 days and, and make it a part of your life. And so that was the experience of that. So that's all happening while all of the other stuff in the main hall is happening at the same time. Because not everybody that goes there chooses to do this I am meditation. Okay. I just was called to it. Yeah. Because she does the blessings in in the morning. There's teachings. There's stuff going on, like, all of the time. And the volunteer is making the food that's blessed. The second day, she serves you a meal that's, she blesses it. Oh, right every single of, meal? Every single one. It's the most extraordinary thing that you've ever seen in your life. She sits there and just blesses, but it's all done with the volunteers that makes all of the food all day long. It's called <clears throat> Seva. Yeah. And it's like that service, like being in service. So, wow. like, it's just like that. So you're like blessed with the hug, blessed by the food. Like, it just was transformative and in, in so many, so many ways. ways. Yeah. Plus the people. Everybody there feels the same way yeah. you do because they receive the same yeah. energy and it yeah. just grew. It's just the this space. community of people that know about yeah. 
love. Yeah. And, well, yeah. I'm fascinated by the meditation piece. It makes so much sense why we haven't all put that yeah. together. Yeah. Is that we've got to move our energy. We've got to get it moving and flowing before we can even begin to quiet the mind or we just get stuck in We can't here. quiet the mind. We can't. And well, I can't really share stop. I can't really share the technique um, about right. it. That's fine. Because but the It makes sense. Because it's a practice that's it internalized. And right. I will share like um, like this morning. I've done it every day. I did it in the hotel yesterday before I got on the mm-hmm. plane. And but today when I woke up in my own bed, um I'll relate it like this. So in the past, I've had a love-hate relationship with meditation mm-hmm. my entire life. Like I love it when I do it and I hate it when I don't and there's guilt and there's just so much crap that's attached to it and not really understanding it, what it's really truly about. And I'll share that, why this makes so much sense in a little bit. But this morning I woke up and she was inside of me. Yeah. She was inside of me. And I got to go do the practice with her. Like it was just so different. It wasn't something in my head. It was something in me. In your heart. In your heart. Yeah. Yeah, it was extraordinary. I'm like, oh my God, I get to do this every day of my life from here on out. Yeah. I think it was just different. It activated the opening that and activates the love and allows it to grow yeah. from every And it's really intense as you can day. tell it's like yeah. a lot when you're you're present to it. Yeah. It's because this is who we oh. are. And uh, I now know that. I got to touch that. <sighs> this is harder than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, on the last day, I thought the whole thing was over. Yeah. You know, because I don't understand the words and what they mean. I, I had the itinerary and I knew where to be, what time for lunch and different things. But... I didn't understand what all the words meant, but I knew on day three, there was just this thing called diva something that was at the end. And I thought, I thought she was gone. I didn't even know she was still there because all the other ones say ama, you know, meditate with ama. And I got to do that three times with all of the people in the room meditating with her. And how many did that? (sighs) There was the whole room. There had to be at least like, 2,500 people that were in the retreat part. And then the last night, what I found out on my last session with the meditation was they were, everybody just felt really excited for some reason. And I, I asked like, this feels different. And the, Oh, we're all excited about this diva thing tonight. And I'm like, what is that? I don't know. Oh, that's where Ama transforms into diva, whatever this word is. It's another form of ama. Oh, wow. And it's the, I think, forgive me if I don't say this right, but I think it's called a pujan. It's a blessing. It's a ceremonial blessing. And it's like the conclusion of everything. It's the night where she goes until like 10 o'clock the next day with like babies and weddings and like it just doesn't stop. But it's the night that you want the blessing and it's it's also the only night that you can request to get your own personal mantra from her. Oh, 
So when I found that out, Marilyn, I yeah. was like, <gasps> my own mantra, mantra, like, and you can't share it with anybody. It's given right. to you in Sanskrit. Yes. There are people that help you understand what it is and what it means and how it relates to you. And it comes from like, this is another really cool part too. Even though that's Hindu, they don't have any connotation of like, some people, they know in Hinduism that some people have, that come to them are evolved past religion. Yes. Like they're, I'm sure they know. Yeah. And I've had this word that's come into my life. It's called Atman. I've had it come to me in automatic writings. I did not understand what it meant. But Atman is the soul. Yeah. It's the soul. And one of the people on my last day there, like when I was all excited about the last night, right? Mm-hmm. So I go and I'm like, I'm in. I'm going there. I don't care if I'm there like till three o'clock the next day. Like I'm in. I'm going to get that. Um, it's called a darshan when she blesses you. And I'm like getting that and I'm getting my 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 mantra. mantra. Yes. I don't care if I sit there all night. I'm I'm in. So as I'm walking in and I asked the universe to send me somebody that would share with me like the first night. And so this lovely couple was next to me him and his husband, and um, he was so wonderful, and he just shared all of the ins and outs of everything that was happening. And that ceremony the last night was one of the most extraordinary things I've ever felt in my life. It was like the first night on times a million. Like it was just so elevated and so beautiful, and the messages that she was giving, and um, then the music that Indian, that Hindi music and the, um, the, the chants, I get the chants now. Mm-hmm. Their vibration. Oh, yeah. And their blessings. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, it was like heaven. Sanskrit chants, you think? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. blessing the earth yeah. and the people, blessing that everyone on the earth becomes happy and, and showered with white flowers. Like you just, there's a part of it where you, everybody in that room is envisioning white flowers blessing the earth and the mountains and the people and the land and all of it. Like, so powerful. words can't describe that feeling. Right. That was extremely high vibration. Yeah. I wonder if it took her even time to build up with everybody around her it does. already. Yeah. Even the chanting goes to another place. Yeah. Like they'll change octaves and keys when they're doing it. And it's it's just because everything for her is like it's creation. It's a cycle. Right. It's all. And then that vibration, we know the, um, what's the book, Power Versus Force? Yes. About one person who vibrates at wherever she was, which had to be close to that 1,000, and how many hundreds of thousands of people that shifts that don't even have to be in your space. Yeah. And everybody who was attending was also affecting tens of thousands. And that's the night that they do the water blessing. Like, there's some chalices up in the front, and she does a blessing with the the Verbuli. Vibhuti? Vibhuti. Oh, Sai Baba's Vibhuti? Her Vibhuti. Her Vibhuti. And that goes in the water. And that's Ah. the ama water. And then that's passed out in these little cups to everybody in that room. 
And you then, that's what becomes the ama water, that continuous, because a Con- drop of it turns grows. an entire, yeah, yeah, it's forever. Yes. And that's your, that's the blessing. Yay. And so now I have that. Yeah. And um, so the evening happens and I'm just, I, there's videos everywhere. So I was, on the last night, I was S1, but there was probably three or four times as amount of people that were there the first night. So I was, it was probably, it started at eight, and this was probably about one o'clock, and I was still sitting there, and they were just maybe on like M. I think they actually were on M. But I was in the hall, and I just was watching her give these blessings and I was sitting in front of a TV screen that was kind of really up close and crystal clear. And I was just right there. So I was like, I was with her while she was blessing all of these people. And I was weeping. Like, I was so happy. You didn't care. You had to wait five hours. No. And time <laughs> it didn't, didn't feel like there wait, was, no, was time. no time. There was no time. Out of the construct no time. of time. No time. Yeah. And then... I become aware of this presence that was behind me and I, I knew he didn't have a token and I heard him say, I, I knew that when I, he first sat down and then I heard him telling somebody else, yeah, I came in here. I was, I was too late to get here to get a token and they don't have any more because of the extraordinary amount of people that showed up. And I gave him my token because I, I knew I was already so blessed. Oh, Michael, that's beautiful. But that was my blessing. Right. You received from that also. Yeah. So... I didn't get my mantra from her yet, Oh, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. So I left there the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I went back and I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning just in complete bliss. That's when I texted you yeah, because I couldn't stop. Yeah, I tapped into your energy and I just started crying. <laughs> just thinking about you, I started crying knowing you were crying. Tears of joy. Joy. It's, it's, it's so it much was, joy that you can't. Yeah. Love and joy. Yeah. It's, it's, I know it's probably hard for people to understand, but like it's right. possible and like I'm living it. Like I, I feel like there is no past anymore. Like it's gone and. There's just right now, like the, the part that's so incredible is like this experience. There was a couple of times in that when you're meditating with her, your mind goes quiet. Your mind goes quiet. And I felt that for the first time in my life. Like I I thought that I had. Yeah. I thought I had great meditations. (laughs) I thought I knew what that was. No, I did not know what that was. It is undeniable when your mind goes quiet. And when your mind goes quiet, this is from her. 
Mm-hmm. When your mind goes quiet, there's nothing left to do right. except be in service of others. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <Okay>. <sighs> That's it. That's it. That was it. Now, life still happens. Right. Like, right. Life still happens. Like, I woke up that next day in, in total bliss, and within five minutes after that happened, this was the second day. Um, you know, because I was so excited about getting the blessing and having what I thought was my experience. I didn't know that my real experience was coming the next day, but life still happens. It's an ebb and a flow. And it's yes. being with all of it. It's being with what we think is the good and the bad. There's just life. Right. Life happens. And um, so, like, I had woke up the second day, and I was very, very, very happy. And um, and went up and, and did my, my thing. And I even went. I um, It was in Los Angeles. So there's a uh, trail there called Runyon Canyon that's fantastic. And I did it every day. So I had already done that. And like I had already done all of my stuff, Runyon Canyon. I was back in my hotel by like eight thirty in the morning, so it was like totally live, totally juiced up, ready to go. And then the phone rings, and then I was having a closing that day, and then it was the lender telling me that he wasn't going to close the loan, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, out of bliss. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm handling all of that stuff. And what I wanted to tell that guy was, you know, it's really negligent for you to do what you're doing to this couple. Like, you knew that the reason that he was giving for him not closing the loan was something that he should have been accountable for a week and a half ago that he didn't do. And was trying to blame it on them. And I said, well, you can try to blame it on my clients all you want. I know and you know that what you did was negligible. And I just told it to him. And then yeah. it just released. Prior prior Michael would have not said that. Yeah. I would have not said my piece. Mm-hmm. And within two hours, I had them a new loan and they're closing in a couple, three weeks. But like... But it was easy. You just said it. There wasn't any energy. It wasn't really no attached. none no of that. No energy attached. You just said what you needed I to say. I said what I needed on. to say because he needed to hear that. Yeah. And I needed to express that. And yeah, that and was that. And you moved forward. I moved forward and everything worked after that. Still yeah. working. Yeah. But that's life. That's so life. So now you're going to manage it. Different because of how you feel. Yeah, I don't even. Or have to what's inside it. of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, it's all being. Yeah. It's all being. And we embrace all of it. Uh huh. No yeah. matter what it is. Just because oh. I said yes to a thing that, you know, I think we all get kind of get messages all the yes, time. Yes, we do. And some of them they sound really crazy. Like that's crazy to go do that because there was no other place that I could have the hotel by the time I found out about it the hotel thing was already booked and she had some lower special rates so I mean Los Angeles is Los Angeles you know you know water costs $20 for a bottle of water at the hotel 
yay for them. But it's, it's also, like, freaking ridiculous, right? Yeah. But I just, I... Yeah. That's where I did a lot of my shaman trainings. But I see that as the difference between human logic and divine logic. The human logic is saying, what? This makes no sense, doing this, this, this. And the divine logic is saying, just go. Just go. And you can't deny that. And you've you have to go. Yeah. And then you see now, oh, well, there's really no question. You see now the value, no matter what it costs financially, the value is unlimited. And yeah. you'll, I think what I'm feeling as I watch you and look at you is that this is unlimited source. And it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And I'm not the only one who saw it. Uh, one of our guests today saw it when she walked in the door, too. So um, I know I'm, it's, it's profound. I know I'm that, transformed. Like, yes, literally. you are. Yeah. You and, are. like, it's, like, the first night, one of the people, they, there's a Q&A part, too, at some points. And, and one of her devotees, you know, said, through Amma's grace and my first thought was like, this was day one too. <laughs> this is before I got my blessing. I was like, wow, how disempowering for that guy that he thinks his, you know, grace comes from another person. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> mm. We're all connected. We are all one person. We're all connected. Exactly. exactly. So even he's saying that really higher realms is it was him he just seeing himself and right. her yes and now i see her and me, me right which allows me to see the world you. through that right lens through your highest way yeah. of being also yeah yeah but like we have to continuously let go so like this being in 2020 and a fresh start and clarity and all of the stuff that's going to happen wonderful for everybody this year and all the stuff that's crap too. Mm -hmm. That's all part of the wonderful because you can't have right. wonderful without the crap. It is. It is. It's all beautifully inter intertwined. Yeah. But we can choose what we focus on and we could choose how we live our lives and we're not at default of it. And love is like, um, let me get this quote right because there was this quote that the first night that really impacted me. And it was like, when you can see life and everything that life brings as a precious gift, then and only then can you like be with the world, you know, like as yes. it is yes. and understand and that knowing like what, service means what it means to be more than just this individualized person like walking around trying to survive mm -hmm. right know, get to the grave in one piece yeah what yeah hello yeah yeah so let 2020 just blow the doors off of the past and like Absolutely. not be constrained by it and be free and that's it exactly that. yeah that's it exactly thank you thank you you're welcome and happy 2020 to yes, everyone. To everyone. Yes. Go out and make it a great year. Absolutely. Thank and you. And a new all. decade. 
Yeah, new decade. And it's yeah. just not a new year. It's a new decade. New yeah. energy, new decade, new year. It's fabulous. Awesome. So thank you all for listening. And Michael, thank you so much for sharing your heart and opening up your heart to express the best we possibly can, something that can't even be put into words. Yeah. So thank you so much for opening up for that. Yeah. And thank you all. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.